Welcome to Jeff in Motion. A little flustered this morning. As I'm running a little later than I'd like to be. And it's my own fault though. Because I kind of spaced out in the shower. Coating in my head again. Becomes a frequent issue and usually during a finals week. Or as finals uh, approach, final projects, anyway. So, really ought to start working on those a little harder. Three weeks left. Ugh. Tell you guys what. That, uh, that piece of paper that says that I have a bachelor's degree in web design will be all well and good, but. I'm getting real sick of school. Ugh. The thing is how I got, I got hired without it, but, I mean, the fact that I was working towards it, I'm sure, was a major deciding factor in my being hired. So, there's that. Because, like, the jury's still out on whether you need a traditional degree to get a high-paying job in web design. Um, like, if you're a visionary, i.e. your Mark Zuckerberg's, your Tom MySpace, your uh, Joe and Jack Snapchat, your Ezekiel McGelp. Anyway, like, all you need is ambition and a set amount of skills, and you can get to 70 jillion dollars, especially if you can convince Mark Zuckerberg to buy you. Before people realize that uh, internet sites tend to only remain profitable for a year or two max. And that's social media, rather, because the uh, society tends to move on to the next big thing. Um, Facebook and Twitter are kind of outliers, having kind of got their uh, roots in and are kind of holding on and have uh, like cultures and societies built up around them. So it's tough to move on. What the next Facebook will be, I don't know. Um, probably will still be Facebook. Um, it won't look at all like what we recognize it as, but... The sheer amount of data that the web application has makes it a necessary evil, almost, like... Right now, whatever tries to replace Facebook is going to have to have a good way of migrating all their all of your personal data to it. There will have to be whatever replaces Facebook is going to have to organize a mass exodus because one of the 
useful things about Facebook is just maintaining connections. And in order to replace it, you're going to have to bring all, not only a person, but all of their connections with them. Probably, it will be a website that integrates with Facebook to pull over all that data and then uh, eventually breaks free. That's my prediction, anyway. I could see something becoming, aka, the next Twitter, um, easier, because Twitter is so... It's, it, Twitter is so great in its simplicity, its elegance, that, uh... But that also means it's something that takes the same concept and does it just a little better, um, if it gets a uh, wind behind it, could take Twitter over. But I couldn't tell you what that would be. If I could, I wouldn't be doing this. I would be making Twitter 2.0. Which, of course, I would not be allowed to call it that. I had a pretty good weekend. Nothing really to report. Some... The beginning of some things started that I am not at liberty to talk about because uh, I am not the only party involved. And uh, if and when the information becomes public, I'd love to give my opinions and things on it. But as of now, that's all I'm going to say on that. On Friday, I didn't talk about this because I had promised to talk about health insurance, but on Friday I listened to Brian Posehn's new album, um, The Fartist, and it's been out for a few months now, and I just hadn't gotten around to it until today, or Friday, rather, and I was amazed to find that he has a bit on it that conceptually is identical to a bit that I did in the last Mike Snow Mike open mic that took place in Peppers. It's a bit, and I don't remember if I talked about this or not, I don't think I have, and uh, for those of you who get sick of me uh, flattering my wife all the time, fuck you, uh, you can tune out now. (laughs) But the bit conceptually is that in order to think about another woman while masturbating there are these caveats that we have to add because we're so in love with our wives and he went the exact same direction I did with it was he imagines his wife has been dead and it's one year later and the grieving is over Um, if you listen to his album and then go back and listen to, I don't remember what date, what date it was. I think it might have been September, my mom. And I, I mean, he executes it better because I have, don't practice bits. I don't, I only perform concepts I have once and then leave them out in the either. Um...
but we take we take it in very very similar directions, and I, they, and that kind of illustrates a fact that I've known for a while, which is it is completely possible for two people to come up with the same concept of a joke, um, even if they have literally no contact with one another, and. I would, like, my thought process was not, oh my god, Brian Postain stole my joke, because, duh, obviously he didn't. Um, well, one of my first thoughts was, oh god, I hope people don't think I stole Brian Postain's joke. But I knew my close friends would believe me that I hadn't. And then my second thought was like, well, I'm pretty flattered that I have similar comedic sensibilities to one of my favorite comedians. That's awesome. Yeah, but now <laughs> I'm going to talk about that conceptually um, a little bit because I don't think I ever explored that on this podcast. But the fact that I am like sickeningly in love with my wife. Um, to anyone who's listened to this podcast ever, you know that. But it doesn't mean that, you know, blood doesn't plump, pump through these veins. Um, other women are attractive. That's a fact of life. And when you are in, um, um, when the mood strikes to masturbate, your brain wanders. But I have found that, and, uh... <laughs> I'm going to talk about masturbation for a little while now, so if anyone's not, like, close family, um, brother-in-laws, uh, anybody who's not interested in listening to me talking about masturbation for the rest of my trip, see you Wednesday. Um, I'll try, I'm going to not go graphic or anything, but just a little, I probably won't hit any other topics. And, like, my brain wanders. That's the way you just, like, you just, you open the floodgates. But if another woman ever wanders in, in my peripheral imagination, I almost immediately shut down. Because, even in my mind, and it's not that I don't think that other woman is attractive, or that I would not have sex with that other woman, given, you know, obviously the... If my wife, if, if I never met my wife, if my wife were dead, yada, 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 yada. Just, we're gonna, we're just gonna leave it out there that cheating is not an option in my book. Ever. So, I can now speak freely. So, even if, you know, this other woman that wandered into my imagination does it for me. I often find myself just standing and thinking rather than, you know, going on, uh, continuing with the purpose at hand because I'm like, no, no, because immediately my brain switches into, well, if I'm having sex with this other woman, obviously I'm not with my wife anymore. And because, I mean, obviously... And sorry, 
had complications at a uh, stop sign. Just wanted to be had to uh, pause speaking for a moment to make sure I didn't get in a car accident. Okay. Obviously, if I am having sex with this other woman, I'm not with my wife because I'm not cheating on her, that's for sure. And, or man, who knows, sometimes my imagination goes in directions that are tough to predict. Anyway, obviously I'm not with my wife anymore. So, well, well, why am I not with my wife? Did we have a divorce? Oh, what the fuck did I do to get in a divorce? And I'm just sitting there kind of sad not thinking about sex anymore at all. (laughs) Or, oh, well, obviously my wife died. Oh, that's a bummer. Hmm. Well, it couldn't be right after my wife died. Uh, It would have to because, I mean, I'd be fucked up for a while, so it would have to be, like, over a year. Easily. And, like, I end up in these cycles of... If, if while I have my imagination floodgates open and another person wanders in, fuck. I've been saying my wife this whole episode. Damn it. All right, partner from here on out. (laughs) Shit, I will get better at that. If I open my imagination floodgates and another person walks in, um, I almost immediately sidetrack onto, well, I'm obviously not with my partner. Um, and it's not like purposefully, I'm not like, oh, well, I can't think about this because I have to remain true in my thought, word, and deed. And no, it's not that. It is subconscious. It's just like, well, obviously, you're not cheating on your partner. You're not that kind of guy, and you love her too much. Um, hurting her would be far worse than any pleasure you would get from momentary pleasure you would get from having sex with this person. No, that's just not an option. So obviously she has died, or she left you because you're an idiot. And then I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to masturbate anymore. (sighs) The only exception to that rule is if in my imagination (laughs) Aislinn's into it. It, Because, I mean, I don't think it's... Let's talk about the three-way just a little bit. Three-way is conceptually great. In execution, there are so many things that could go sour. Like... I don't really know any any guy um, I, and you know if if some girls were honest I'd probably say a few a handful of girls too that wouldn't be up for the idea of a three way um, and I mean ideally in my mind we're talking male, female, female, um, I'd have to, I mean, any combination, you've got to know the people pretty well, or not at all, um, I don't know, two horse and buggies on the way to work, 
in my mind. Because if not at all, this is just a crazy thing that's happening and holy shit. If really well, then everyone's like, they've discussed limits and they've like, alright, this is what we're doing today and you can touch me here and here. Um, I don't feel comfortable if you touch her there and there. Um, Anything goes... You know, I'm just going to take a third wheel tonight and, you know, just kind of you guys hit each other pretty hard and I'm just going to do backup. You know, the, like knowing each other really well, I think is probably the best situation because there could be a dialogue. And if something went a little funny, knowing people, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, oh, hey, let's not do this and do that instead without people, like, feeling embarrassed or anything, I I think ideally, but, like, I guess I'm saying you can't half-ass a three-way. You can't, like, kind of be into it, because more than likely things are going to go sour. Like, you've got to be, like, let's fucking do this thing. This is going to be fun. I mean, honestly, well, what is a three-way for? It's not to get pregnant. You're not having a three-way to get pregnant. Three horse and buggies! Damn it. That's what I get for leaving work a little leaving for work a little later than normal. Um Oh god, don't wanna get in front of a collision with a school bus. But yeah, three ways conceptually are great, but there's just so many so many factors that you can't half ass a three-way, and granted, I cannot speak from experience. Um, I don't know if I will ever be able to speak from experience. I'm not going to roll anything out. I'm not going to roll anything out. Four horse and buggies. What the shit? <laughs> All right, I've got to make sure I'm out of the house earlier. Yeah, I'm not rolling anything out, but I'm not going to not going to be like, no, no, that'll definitely happen, um, because I don't know that. I definitely don't know that. I have no... Those horse and buggies just threw me way the fuck off. Um, I guess my... The point of my three-way tangent was... Um, they've got so much potential... To both be awesome and go really wrong. Or, instead of wrong, more awkward. But... Fuck, I find out. I don't remember. I don't even know how I started this shit anymore damn horse and buggies. Amish. Ruining three ways. Tell you what. Ugh. Have a good week, guys. I'll see you Wednesday.